Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast, and I hope you will take advantage of everything that we offer. Be sure to subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast. I'd also suggest visiting our website where you can sign up for our newsletter, you can listen to the 10-minute body scan meditation, and check out the group and one-on-one coaching options, along with the resources and more information on anxiety. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out today. In today's episode, I'd like to play a question that came in on our speak pipe from Lynn. If you would like to send a question in via speak pipe, you can go to our website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, and there is a gray tab on the right-hand side that has a little microphone on it, and you just click that and you follow the directions. You can leave us a question, and I'd be happy to play it on the air and answer it. I appreciate your questions, and I know that a lot of you are sending things in. Uh, some of them want are marked as private, and they don't want them read. So if you send something in that you do not want me to read on the air, please be sure to tell me it's private. Thank you. So here's Lynn's question. I would really love Gina to address those who are taking prescribed medications that are addictive, such as Xanax to sleep, and want to get off those medications that some of us take in during the day as well. How do we know the difference between withdrawal and just panic? Also, is a very low dose of Xanax enough to cause withdrawal if it's stopped? Thank you, Lynn. Okay, Lynn, thank you so much for sending that in. Yeah, this is actually um, not just from, this is Lynn's question that you just heard, yes. But um, I do get a lot of uh, inquiries about the benzodiazepines, about anxiety medications, antidepressants, and so I'm going to talk a little bit about it today in reference to answering Lynn's question, but this is actually including uh, some information for everybody out there that has sent an email asking about these things. This is a tough one because we don't diagnose here, we don't prescribe here, we don't do anything with drugs here, we don't put you on drugs. We don't take you off drugs. Everyone is welcome here. But so many questions come in. I thought that I would um, talk to you guys a little bit by answering Lynn's question. So first and foremost, I really hope that um, you will all who are listening that are planning to make uh, changes in your medications and drugs to do this with your prescribing physician. This is um, their job. That's what 
you saw them for was for guidance, and that can include guidance on what to do now that you are either experiencing unwanted effects from these drugs or that you are feeling that you are in a position that you want to come off of them for other reasons. This is a conversation you need to have with your prescribing physician. And there's a lot you can do also uh, as they are guiding you through that. But I want to be sure that you check in with them. So, you know, Lynn has asked us how to discontinue using her Xanax in particular. And I'm just going to talk about it here as a benzodiazepine. And um, she was using it for sleep and, and during the day. And that's a, a lot, that's what a lot of people are doing, according to the mail I get and asking about the withdrawal and how do you tell the difference between withdrawal symptoms and sensations and anxiety panic? These are great questions and can low doses cause withdrawal? So let's get into it here. There's a general timeline on benzodiazepine withdrawal. Again, generally is one thing, but Individually, it could look totally different. So, but the general rule of thumb timeline for benzodiazepine withdrawal is six to 12 hours after the last dose, the symptoms may start to appear and then they, they peak around two weeks or so. And symptoms can last a few days up to several months or even years. And this is why you need to address this professionally. You need to ask your prescriber for help. That general timeline, it it was a quote from the American Addiction Center's website. So do check in with your physicians, because this could be very different for you individually. So Yes, you can discontinue them. And uh, how do you discontinue them? You do that with your prescribing physician. And if you are not comfortable with your doctor and what they are telling you, this is the onus then is on you for finding a doctor that will work with you. You cannot do this on your own. It actually is extremely dangerous to do it by yourself because you don't want something to happen to you that you didn't have already. Just do this wisely. Many, many, many people have done it. And, um, but that you, I suggest that you do it under the care of your prescribing physician. And yes, what I have read shows that small dose changes can cause some people to have withdrawal sensations and symptoms. So this is another reason to be sure that you're in partnership with your physician because they often put people on a different drug and then titrate off of that for better results. There's just many different things and ways to do this. So um, you want a medical professional to help you do that so that you can do it comfortably, as comfortable as humanly possible. And so they can put you on specific drugs the, they did this for you. They put you on this specific drug and they need to guide you off it when you are ready. This is um, their job. And it may be unclear if you are experiencing withdrawal sensations and symptoms or anxiety or both because you're going to be ramped up. This is a huge stress on the body. Of course, it's feeling alarming inside of you things are changing and they're changing rapidly. Your whole brain is changing. So it could cause you to feel anxious because of the stress load that has been added. 
because of all of this and because of the nature um, of this beast, it truly is a beast. It brings up a point that I want to be sure that people who are listening understand. I really believe that you need to insist with your physician on informed consent when you are being prescribed drugs. This means that you want the physician to clearly communicate to you what the drug is, how it works, why you're taking it, and their ability to help you should you decide to not take the drug anymore. You need them to agree that, yes, I can help you do that when the time is right or when you make the decision or when they make the decision. Many physicians take people off of uh, off of medications. So you want them to give you that kind of information. And so just insist on it. You want to know what the drug is, what it does, why you're taking it, and how and when you can work with them should you need to come off of it. And so I want you to uh, do that. I want you to take a strong stance with them because this is your life. You're the one who goes home and has all the feelings and sensations and Uh, So you want to be able to know you have somebody trustworthy that you can call should you need their help. So go into these prescriptions with your eyes wide open. Keep in real communication with your physician, Lynn, as you go through the withdrawal and keep up on your self-care practices. Lean on your knowledge that this too shall pass. It's It's like I said, when I mentioned the general timeline for benzodiazepine withdrawal, it looks like it can be uh, quite a while. There's a wide range of time. You know, if you're going to peak at two weeks and it could last, symptoms could last a few days up to several months or even years. And again, that is from the American Addiction Center's website. So just know that you're in it, right? Don't second guess it. Know know that you're in it. Is it anxiety or is it the withdrawal? Either way, I want you to deal with it the same way by responding with the knowledge that this too shall pass and that you will do the things that you know will be helpful for you in the long run, which are all the self-care practices. This is the time to keep yourself strong and it's going to be challenging and difficult. And if that means you have to cut back on uh, a lot of things in your life so that you can heal, well, then that's what you do. If you broke your leg, you would cut back. You wouldn't go out running. You you would take time off. You would heal. We We forget sometimes that we need to give the body time and space so that it can use all that energy for the healing process. And coming off of Xanax or any benzodiazepine is going to require energy life energy in order to heal, in order for the body to make the changes that are happening now that that drug is no longer in the system. So this is what you have to give it. That may mean going down on work schedule. It may mean getting extra help with the family. And these are perfect times to make sure that your diet is really on top of things. You want to give your body every possible chance it has 
to use all the energy available, not on, you know, fighting off too much sugar and bad oils and um, junk food, but you want your body to be able to not have to use energy for any of those kind of things, but to use the energy for your healing. Lynn, I'm so glad that you sent that question in because like I said, I know that this was your specific drug and you're wanting to come off of it, and that's how we addressed it. But many people write about this. And no matter what kind of drug, they're all going to have different uh, side effects and different um, sensations that come up, different timelines for healing. And again, um, like I said, many physicians move people into a different drug and then titrate off of that because there's some more sedative type drugs that are easier to come off of than, say, a benzodiazepine. So it, this is not my call. <laughs> this is for you to talk to your physician about because anybody who is prescribing these drugs should be well aware of how to help you to come off of them. This is their job. This is what they went to school for. And this is why they charge what they charge for you to visit them. They are the experts. And so they should have the answers for you. And if they don't find one that does, they're out there. You may have to do some digging, but you will find somebody who will be willing to work with you and help you to do this in a safe and as comfortable a manner as possible. I will tell you that it's probably going to be uncomfortable, but you can do it. Many things, we don't have to let the discomfort freak us out. This is why the things that we learn here can be so helpful for you as you go through this journey. It can help you to stay as calm as possible because there's no need to add fuel to the fire if it is a symptom, a sensation, or if it's withdrawal. Uh, either way, you got to deal with it. So don't put more logs on the fire. Just do your self-care. Don't add more stress and uh, panic thinking about it. Just stay calm and do the best you can. The discomfort of it is not dangerous, especially if you are working with your physician and letting him know all of your sensations that you are feeling. Guys, I really hope that anybody who's working through this, that you know you have, you're in my thoughts and prayers. It's, it's a tough go, but if that's what, where you are, in this point in life that you are coming off of uh, any type of drug, you can do it. You can do it with, like I said, your physician's uh, blessings and guidance and with all of the things we do here to help keep you from adding to the fire of stress. Thank you, Lynn, so much for sending your question in. Remember, guys, if you want to send one in, just go to the homepage at anxietycoachespodcast.com. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to put out a personal invitation to those of you who would like to take your healing and your clearing of your anxiety panic to another level. If you are not someone who wants to join a group coaching program, you may be interested in joining in with me on Coaching One-on-One. You can learn more about that at the website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, and go to the one-on-one coaching page. Feel free to send me an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com, with 
coaching in the subject, and I'll be sure to get back with you and we'll take it from there. No need to have this drag on forever. And now for today's quote. When you get into a tight place and everything goes against you till it seems like you could not hang on a minute longer, never give up then, for that is just the place and the time that the tide will turn. And that's from Harriet Beecher Stowe. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.